0: Hello, super great kids, and how are you? I hope you had a happy week. I'm very happy, and so is Story Owl, because today we have a beautiful traditional tale from Wales called The Owl of the Oak. It's told by storyteller and musician Nick Hennessy. Nick plays his harp while he tells the story. A harp is like a large musical instrument with lots of strings on it. You often see angels playing harps. The main characters in this story are an eagle and an owl. Here's a challenge for you. Now, which is the largest bird in the world and which is the smallest? Have a think while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, Super Great Kids! Me again! Well, the largest bird in the world is an ostrich. Ostriches can grow up to 9 feet tall and weigh as much as 145 kilograms. And the smallest bird in the world is a bee hummingbird. These birds are Titchy Teeny. They grow no taller than 5 or 6 centimetres And they weigh less than 2 grams, which is about the weight of half a pencil. Now, are you ready for the story about the Owl of the Oak? Then let's welcome storyteller Nick Hennessy.
1: Up in the mountains, where the wind blows wild, Among the peaks there's a rocky ledge, And on that ledge lives a bird, But no ordinary bird, The king of the birds, The Golden Eagle. The Golden Eagle is old, and he is wise, and he sits there, high up on his mountain top throne, gazing out across his kingdom. Across the fields and the lakes and the rivers and the forests. He sits there all alone, few birds dare to come near. And he sits there through the spring and the summer, the autumn and the winter, And even when the snow falls thick about him, he just puffs up his feathers against the cold and gazes out. Seeing all. One year. As the snows were melting around him and the sun was warm on his back, he let out a sigh. He was lonely. If only, he thought, I had someone to share my mountaintop throne with. Someone who is as wise and as old as I. So he spread his broad wings and stepped off his ledge into the vast sky. And he climbed the spiral wind, wound his way up and up and up to the highest of the skies where only the king of the birds may fly. And towing his shadow far below, off he went in search of a queen. Over fields and forests, over hills and mountains, over rivers and lakes went the king of the birds until his keen eye caught sight of something gleaming far beneath him in a clutch of trees. He drew in his wings and dropped down like an arrow from the sun, and he landed in the branches of an old oak. And there he saw what it was that had caught his eye from above. It was the heart-shaped face of the owl of the oak, Of course, he thought, the owl of the oak, she is wise, wise enough to be my queen. But is she old? Is she as old as I? And so he turned and took to the sky once more in search of someone who would know how old she is. "'over fields and forests and over hills and mountains "'and over rivers and lakes he went, "'until he came to land by the ruins of an old blacksmith's forge. "'And there, sitting on a small stump of iron, was a blackbird. "'Blackbird of the forge, he said, "'it is I, the king of the birds, the golden eagle. "'You are old and you are wise, "'so tell me, how old is the owl of the oak?' The blackbird spoke. I am old, he said, so old am I. When I was but a fledgling, I built my nest in the thatch of this forge. Learnt my flight from the swinging hammer, from the ringing iron I learnt my song. And I have seen boys grow to men, and men fall to the soil by the glimmering coals of this forge. And every day, in the morning and the evening and the midday too, I've flown down from my nest and polished my beak on the anvil. And through the years of my life I have worn it down from an anvil so large to this small stump of iron you see me perched upon now. That is how old I am. But when first I saw the owl of the oak, she seemed then as old and as wise as she does today. I do not know how old she is. And the golden eagle thanked the blackbird of the forge and took to the air once more, spread his wings and wound his way up on the spiral of the wind and towed his shadow across the land, until at last he came to rest on an open hillside, and there he saw a stag, the stag of the mountain. Stag of the mountain, he said, it is I, the golden eagle, the king of the birds. You are old and you are wise, but tell me, how old is the owl of the oak? And the stag lifted up his antlered head and said, I am old, so old am I. When I was a young fawn, I saw an acorn fall from an oak tree. And I watched it grow, and it has grown as I have grown. At first a young tree, tall and slender, then a full tree, generous, bowed and shady, and then an old tree, cloaked in moss and mist. And from where I stand now I see that tree, a fallen stump, a hollow log, a home for worm and beetle now. It takes three hundred years for an oak tree to grow and die. That is how old I am. But when first I saw the owl of the oak, she seemed as old and as wise as she is today. She is older than I, but I do not know how old she is. And the golden eagle thanked the stag of the mountain And wound his way up to the highest of the skies Where only the king of the birds may fly And he towed his shadow across the land Until his eyes caught the flash of a river beneath him Like a ribbon of silver in the sunlight And down he flew and he came to rest beside a waterfall And in the deep pool before him he saw a salmon "'Salmon of the river,' he said, "'it is I, the golden eagle, the king of the birds. "'Tell me, you are old and you are wise, but how old is the owl of the oak?' "'And the salmon spoke and said, "'I am old, so old am I. "'Before the dark flood was I born into the belly of this stream.' And I swam with the flow, I went with the river, out through its wide mouth into the deep ocean. And there I spent the first three quarters of my life in the sea until I took a northern wave. And short did it seem to me my time in the river in the east and the brook in the west, though in truth I was sixty years in each of them until I came here to this waterfall. But then there came a cold, the coldest night of all, a cold that came through the teeth of the darkness. And so cold was it for me there beneath the water that I took a leap, but things were no better for me then. Because no sooner had I leapt from the water, quick the cold came, quick the ice came, and froze the river and seized my tail, so that I was half in the water and half out, caught between frozen river and frosty star. And there I was stuck through the night, that coldest night of all until the crack of dawn came, the first gasp of the day, and from the east rose the sun. And so great its might, so fierce its light, as it flashed across the frozen surface of the world, glinted and gleamed like spears of piercing silver and gold, that in a flash my eyes turned milk-white. And as the sun thawed the river, and I plunged back into the silent pool, Darkness was all I was left with then, and from that day to this have I been known as the old blind salmon of the waterfall. That is how old I am. But when first I saw the owl of the oak, she seemed to me as old and as wise as she is today. I do not know how old she is. The golden eagle had heard enough. Truly the Owl of the Oak was wise enough, and now he knew she was old enough to be his queen. He thanked the salmon of the waterfall, took to the air once more, towed his shadow across the land, until he came to rest once more in the branches of an oak tree. And there he bowed before the Owl of the Oak. Owl of the Oak, you are wise and you are old. I ask you now, will you be my queen? Share with me my mountaintop throne. We will sit together through the spring and the summer and the autumn and the winter, gazing out across our kingdom and seeing all. And the owl of the oak thought for a moment, as only the wise do, and said, Golden Eagle, thank you for your offer. But tell me, if I were to join you and be your queen and sit beside you on your mountain top perch, who would I share my wisdom with but you? High up there we would be all alone, few birds dare to come near, because you are the king of the birds. Down here I am no queen, I'm nothing special, I'm just an old bird in a tree but I share my wisdom with all I meet. So thank you, King of the Birds, but I will not be your queen. The golden eagle bowed once more, spread his wings and flew up and up and up, climbed the spiral of the wind to the highest of the skies where only the King of the Birds may fly and returned to his mountaintop perch. And there he sat, and there he sits to this day, through the spring and the summer, through the autumn and the winter. And even when the snows lie thick around him, he just puffs up his feathers against the cold and stares out across his kingdom, gazing out, seeing all. But though the golden eagle is the king, of the birds it is the owl they say that is oldest and wisest of all
0: is rather pleased to hear that she's the wisest and oldest of them all Thank you so much to Nick Hennessy for telling us that story If you like music you might enjoy another version of that story which Nick has produced with more instruments and more sound effects added You can find it on soundcloud.com forward slash Nick hyphen Hennessy Now Here's a Kim question. If you could be a bird, I wonder which bird you'd like to be? Yes, yes, Story Owl, thank you very much. I know you'd like to be an owl, which is good because that's what you are. But our listeners, I wonder what they'd like to be? An elegant, swooping kestrel? Or a bright-eyed little robin? Or a nightingale singing its heart out? And grown-ups, I wonder which bird you'd like to be? Well, it's time to dig deep into my bag of happies and say some thank yous to our new subscribers on Patreon and Apple. Thank you to all Apple and Patreon subscribers. We have a new scary story for you this week, all about an old lady and a strange visitor. And for those of you who don't like scary stories, we've also got a bonus story. So. A big hello and thanks to new subscriber Eliana from Dallas in Texas, who is four and a half. Eliana's favourite story is Baba Yaga. Ooh, well done you for being brave. And hello to Owlet Cora, who is six, from Berkeley in California. Cora has listened to nearly all our stories. Phew, well done you. Thanks for your message too. And hello to Greta, who is six. Greta is a member of the Owlet's Club and particularly likes the Irish stories. And hello to Liam, who is seven, whose favourite story is the magic orange tree. And Finn, who is five from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the UK, is enjoying our subscriber bonus Super Great Scary Stories. And a very big thanks to all of you who are donating through Ko-fi. That includes Pat and Rhiannasaurus and Hebi and Milo and the Bodkin family. Thank you all. Oh, and hello to Emily, whose mum said on Instagram that Emily would rather listen to a super great kid's story than watch TV. Hurrah! Thanks for sharing that, Ali. And now, some thanks to super great artists who've been sharing your pictures of our stories. Thanks to Charlie, who is five and lives in Oklahoma in the US. Charlie has drawn a fun picture of Baba Yaga. We love her pointed hat and her scary face. And hello to Pete, who is five and a half, and his younger brother Sammy from Brooklyn in New York. Pete has drawn a lovely picture of the king's storyteller, with the king asleep and snoring in his bed after the gardener has told him a super great story. And thanks to Kara, who is nearly seven and lives in Bristol in the UK. Kara has drawn a great picture of the Irish story, The Griffin, who has the body of a lion, wings of an eagle and the face of an angry man. And over the top of the picture, there's a brilliant rainbow. And Kate in Massachusetts in the US has drawn a fabulous picture of the hilarious story, The Three Wishes. I love all the details, Kate. Mr and Mrs Smith in their kitchen. And on their shelf, there are onions, cabbages, carrot and potatoes. I can't imagine what it would be like to eat only those vegetables for every meal, every day, every week. Can you? And thanks to Lucia, who is five and a half, from Ramona in California, for a super great picture of the ghost of the bloody finger. I love your marvellously scary ghost in blue. And your house really does look old and haunted. And I love the way you've drawn the brave man in bed looking absolutely terrified with his eyes wide open and both arms in the air as he listens to the ghost tiptoeing up the stairs. Thank you, Lucia, for sharing your brilliant picture with us. And thanks to Cora, who is six, from Oregon in the US. I really like the way you've chosen green paper and a black pen for your drawing of the Jamaican folktale Nora and the ackee fruit. I love that story too, Cora. Thank you for sharing your picture with us. And a super great thank you to Oliver, who lives in New Zealand, for your imaginative picture of the ghost from the story The Ghost of the Bloody Finger. You told us that you could only see his eyes and mouth and his bloody finger on the paper because ghosts are white. A brilliant idea, Oliver. And I love your writing in red too. It makes the drawing seem even more frightening. And thanks to Evie, who is five, and her family, John, Jules, and very importantly, Merlin the cat, for sharing your picture of the two dragons. I love the way you've drawn the really high Welsh mountains with the red and white dragons flying just above them. Really great, thank you. And Super Great Story fan Freddie has made a brilliant fish for fairy tale homework. It was inspired by Pamela Ma's story The Fish and the Star. Freddie, I love your fish, and particularly I like the ribbons which stream out behind it and its silvery body all covered in stars. Well done. Our next story theme is fairy tales, and your fish fits right in. Alice, who is four and lives in Singapore, loves ogres, and she sent a picture of the Japanese fairy tale Momotaro the Peach Boy. What a huge and very fierce ogre you've drawn, Alice, with horns on its head, red eyes, yellow hair and blue wrinkled skin. Yuck! Thank you for sharing your imaginative picture. And seven-year-old Gabrielle has sent us a lovely picture of Baba Yaga the Russian Witch. Gabrielle and her sister Mary Lou listen to super great kids' stories every day and Baba Yaga is their firm favourite. I love the way you filled the whole page with Baba Yaga's hut at night time. And the chicken legs it's standing on are just fantastic. Thank you, Gabrielle. And that's all the thank yous for this week. Plenty more next week. Keep sending in your pictures. They put a spring in our step and a wag in our tail. And if you'd like to see them, they're all on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Stories. If you'd like to send us a picture, send it by Facebook Messenger or via our website on supergreatkidsstories.com. And if you like what we're doing, do review us on Apple Podcasts. That's it for this week. Happy hoots to you from Story Owl. Next week, we start the theme of fairy tales from around the world. And look out for a new subscriber Super Great Scary Story, plus a bonus story. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.